Mic check, mic check. Where the fuck is my check? You're now tuned in to Do Rags and Boat Shoes. Yeah, what's going on, y'all? Let that ride out for a little bit. Okay, episode three. Feeling good. Let me turn that down, though. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy A Double, aka Han Yolo, aka Young Homer Simpson, aka AB, and just good old Adrian for friends and family. Um, just wanted to say what's going on. Appreciate all the love um, from episode ones and two. Uh, ones, uh, one and two of do rags and boat shoes. Uh, got a lot of love. People, um, you know, listening to me while they work out, or if they just riding in the whip, you know, on their uh, commute to work or from work, or picking up their loved ones from daycare, or you know, just um, out going for a stroll with their headphones on. So I appreciate all the feedback I got and all the love. Um, just thank you so much, and um, I'm gonna just keep keep it going as long as I can. Just like to you know speak my mind on social issues and things that's going on and that affect us and uh us meaning uh people so uh i guess we're just gonna get go ahead and get started um as far as that uh good old summer jam screen as far as putting somebody up on that joint um i think the main thing is uh just uh putting this whole issue up in uh, baltimore up on that summer jam screen i know a lot of y'all been uh keeping up with it and um you know, a lot of people got different opinions and, uh, you know, I try to, I know it's wrong, but I try to, you know, conversate and, uh, have conversations with like-minded people. Um, that's pretty much all my Twitter feed is, you know, uh, folks who stand for justice and, uh, and, uh, equality. And, uh, you know, I got some goofballs in there on my timeline, but at the end of the day, it's my timeline. Um, but I posed a question, uh, up there on Facebook and, um, and you know you can always go to Facebook to uh, get some uh, to get that what about black on black crime uh, mafia. You know you can always ruffle some feathers there. Um, but I posed a question just uh, watching the riots and seeing on uh, social media um, just how people were uh, basically um, you know condemning the folks who uh, were looting and things like that. And I, I just seen a lot of people. Uh, they seemed ashamed. So I posed the question on Facebook is just uh, I'll read the status verbatim for you guys. It says uh, I've seen quite a few statuses where my fellow black people attempt to apologize for the rioters and distance themselves from the blacks rioting in Baltimore. So why is that? Are you ashamed or afraid? Uh, feel free to camp out in my section. And I had feeling puzzled because I truly were uh, was puzzled about this whole situation. Um as far as not what's going on in Baltimore, because I understand people are frustrated and uh, they're not getting answers about the young man, you know, Freddie Gray, who had his uh, spine severed while he was in police custody. And, you know, he died a little bit later on. Um, and it led to, you know, yesterday was that uh, that brother's funeral. Um, and then we had some protests going on and then uh, protests, uh, you know, kind of took a turn uh, where people were, you know, throwing rocks at uh, cop cars and. Uh, they burnt down a CVS. Uh, they raided a uh, at the sneaker store, the liquor store, and a check cashing place. And uh, 
you know, a lot of people uh, got up on a high horse, especially on Facebook, you know, condemning them uh, and brothers and sisters about, you know, looting and rioting and things of that sort. But it came it comes from frustration. And, uh, you know, a few people had some things to say about, oh, it made us look bad. Um, it, it, it made uh, it made uh, those in the, uh, you know, it made other people look at uh, black folks in a different way. But. I mean, that's just fucking stupid right there. I'm sorry to just be cursing like that, but it's fucking dumb. If if you're looking at a system, you know, of a systematic uh, white supremacy that's basically, you know, it's it's a system of racism, and racism is a system. I get so tired of people saying that, you know, black folks and people of color can be racist racism is a system basically designed to keep one group in power at the expense of another group in layman's term if you don't believe me just check out the works of uh neely fuller and uh our uh, good old um dr francis Qu- uh, cress welsing um but it's a situation um where i just i'm just puzzled um you know that uh, black folks in 2015 are still trying to seek acceptance from the oppressors, and um, it it really it really gets to me. I got so many people who are just you know, and it's mainly on my Facebook, but um, I seen you know a couple of retweets on Twitter and some things on IG where they're like, oh, this ain't the answer. Uh, writing doesn't solve anything and you know you're just uh being put in a negative spotlight and people are losing respect for us you know by doing this and it's just you know just you know shut the fuck up when it's time to shut the fuck up because i mean if it's a situation where you're looking for acceptance from someone that's keeping you down and if writing didn't work i mean what what the hell was the boston tea party I'm not talking about the the group of uh, white men and women who want to take their country back back in you know 0809 when uh you know Barack first took office in 08 you know they formed. I'm talking about the very first Boston Tea Party that led to the American Revolution. I mean I don't see anywhere in a social studies book or history book where it you know it had the caption of uh, these people are destroying their own boats and their own tea. You know, and that's jobs and, you know, things like that. Uh, you know, they're destroying their own community. That led to the American Revolution, which pretty much freed up, you know, the indentured servants of uh, white America so they could feel so they could be freely uh, to roam freely through America and enslave and harass other people. So no one is saying that, you know, I had, you know, people hit me up on Twitter and uh, Facebook about it, how writing doesn't solve anything. But then when I bring up that issue, uh, there's always like, oh, well, they don't address it at all or they go off on a different tangent. Um, only thing that I could say to combat that was that if writing gains attention and then once you gain the attention of the masses, then that's when you start listing your demands and the demands of the people is pretty much they want to know what happened to Freddie Gray. Um, why did he, what happened in the back of that uh, police vehicle um, that left that brother's spine 80% severed and uh, he winded up dying um, and then what was he stopped for 
So that's the main thing what people want. Um, but you know, if I was part of the writers, you know, they could go even further, you know, and just demand, you know, better schools in that area that they're uh, riding at, and um, you know, more jobs and things of that sort, and for and for pe- people to actually just give a damn, you know, um, and it showed that no matter the color ignorance just prevailed as far as and i'm not talking about the writers i'm talking about how many people were just up on their their fucking high horse about um people destroying buildings but no but most of these people on social media and on the news you know they could give two fucks about people being killed by cops specifically black folks being killed by cops and um and that's where I really had a problem. You know, they're up here, uh, oh, that's CVS. I mean, that's jobs right there. That's, you know, how are you going to get diapers now and all this other BS? And and nobody's worried about that. CVS has insurance, like it's not going to rebuild. And then people were talking about the check cash in place getting destroyed. I mean, it's a fucking check cash in place. It's not a bank that's issuing out, you know, loans for black folks in that community to build their own business that's you know it's preying upon people you know as long as you got a checking account in the nine to five they'll loan you three four hundred dollars and then you have to pay them back you know six seven hundred dollars you know in two weeks so it's nothing it's nothing but a legalized loan shark that's all that is the check cash in place and then as far as the uh, the grocery stores or liquor store that was raided I mean you saw pictures on uh on uh twitter and floating around social media but somebody took pictures inside and it looked like there was a whole bunch of caucasian folks in there too grabbing water and things like that but i could be mistaken we might not we might need to hear both sides because those white folks with those hoods on and their face covered up could be in there you know putting stuff back on the shelves telling the guys hey calm down let's not do that so i mean i could get it wrong so it is what it is And then on top of that, you look at, um, you know, the mayor, she gets on TV, you know, screaming about um, how uh, thugs are destroying Baltimore. And it, it, and it, you, you knew you, everyone knows, everybody knows what the word thug is code for. I'm not saying anything new. Uh, You know, thug is cold word for nigger when it comes to the media and when it comes to, you know, those you know, who have control of the media and the dominant society when they don't want to drop that in bomb, they just say thug. And then, you know, today President Obama said the same thing. So that was just that was puzzling, too. And it was just, you know, like, OK, whatever. Fuck you, buddy. And, um, you know, Obama said some real things in his speech. Um, but at the same time, you know, you really feel like he should do more. I mean, um, as far as police brutality uh going and then as far as all these killings going on it's just you know but you know why it's not being addressed because i mean the victims are you know mainly poor black people um and you know they're not putting any money in the pocket it's not going to make america any money um just like how we go around policing specific sections of the world um, whenever they have an, an incident, the only reason that we police them is just because we can, you know, gain a partnership uh, for a natural resource that will benefit us and make us money. Um, 
So that's why nothing is being done as far as on a presidential end. You know, the president is acting like his hands is tied um, and all this other bullshit. So, I mean, we really kind of fell for the okie doke um, the second term. I mean, first term was pretty much him, you know, saying he's going to do this, that and the third. The second term is supposed to be all about action. And uh, yeah, I mean, I know he's supposed to be for everybody, but, you know, just speaking black man to black man, you have to you know address some situations when your uh people are being you know just killed off um so yeah i was very disappointed in uh your president obama um so it's just i don't know it's just disgusting and then uh as far as what i felt ignited this protest as far as ignited you know the uh destroyed cop cars and buildings and things like that was uh basically the cops showing up uh you know to greet high school students in full-on riot gear because uh you know the nsa and baltimore police was spying um when they got word about uh some sort of uh meetup was supposed to happen with the high school students and they called it a purge supposedly and uh, we don't know if that's true but uh you know they took it as you know some kind of huge threat and so all of a sudden you know you got all these high school students coming out of class and you know, going to their meeting point, and I think it was just going to be a protest. But uh, you're greeted with a uh, riot, with police in riot, full on riot gear. So, you know, tensions rose, and you know, things started getting thrown back and forth. And you know, there are pictures of cops, you know, throwing rocks at citizens and things like that. And apparently, uh, some cops got hurt um, from people throwing rocks and things like that. But Ain't none of them dead though So it is what it is Um So it's just And then you get um Then you get these These people that try to dissipate the energy of the crowd Which uh Just kinda It it just shows that Some folks aren't ready for change Some people aren't ready to do what needs to be done To uh, change this uh This oppressive system You know uh, how America was just built on the backs of slaves, you know, and uh, so when I'm speaking of that, I'm I'm speaking more specific of uh, the Reverend Jamal Bryant. Uh, he was calling for peace and to stop the riots. He was telling folks to, you know, go home, you know, get in your house, you know, meet me at the church tomorrow and we'll talk about this and see what we can do instead of, you know, putting that work in out there on the streets. And usually when that happens, um, it's one of those things where the leader is scared of change. They just want to, you know, march, sing Negro spirituals in the, in the streets and then, you know, start up some kind of voter registration. You know, oh, we need to vote. We need to, you know, get people like us in office. And you see what's happening in Baltimore. The mayor's black. The chief of police is black. And they're they're nothing more than, you know, black folks with uh you know within the system that are that is spewing out what the system has taught them and conditioned them to do you know they're not bringing about any change or anything like that you just you see how they're treating those protesters and uh, how the mayor's talking about it so voting's not gonna work you know the only thing that's really gonna work as far as something is non-violent is uh you know pulling your money together but you know that takes time and you know trying to you know buy a politician you know, let's try to change these fucked up laws and, you know, and investing in ourselves. So you have to think of America 
as a business and not a country. Uh, we thrive off of capitalism, off of competition, but capitalism doesn't work unless somebody is on the bottom. And who's on the bottom? Pretty much, you know, minorities are on the bottom. And black folks are at the bottom of that minority pool. So it's all about, you know, pulling our money together and, uh, you know, buying these uh, politicians. And then at the same time, we just have to start um, policing ourselves, too. Um, it is going to take time as far as pulling your money together, which sucks because uh, you need to get like minded people on the same page. But it's hard to get, you know, like minded people together. Well, it's not hard to get them together. It's hard to convince non-like-minded people that look like you to join in on something as big as this and that's what my rant was earlier as far as you know folks on facebook you know being apologetic and things of that sort i mean and you saw it on social media too and uh one person that you know surprised me was uh your boy uh meek mill as far as what he was saying is it and it really like okay this this money has changed this brother i mean it's cool to talk about how you will shoot a nigga dead in the street or some shit like that and how you you know how niggas is hating on you and all this other stuff but when you know something like this happens you tweeting out and you tearing down your own neighborhood is not the solution it only makes the system look down on us even more as blacks it only makes the system look down on us even more as blacks. So that just shows me right there that this brother is looking to get accepted, you know, by that system. And you know what makes you accepted by that system for a little bit is money. You know, a black person with money, it kind of eases the pain and lets you sleep a little better at night. You know, because you ain't got nobody blatant you, blatantly calling you a nigger. And uh, your needs is met You know you got a little money in the bank You know uh, white folks You know they loving you They love what you do They love that you rap for them They love that you can make them dance And uh, they love that you can entertain them So you know that makes you feel like you're accepted And I think that's one thing that we keep failing As black people we always want to be accepted by somebody And it's like fuck that you know, I know everybody likes that feeling of being accepted, kumbaya, and all this other bullshit. But, I mean, the system is not accepting you. The system is using you, is milking you dry. You know, it was built on your back, you know, on the backs of your ancestors. And, uh, you know, people are hooting and hollering. Oh, folks are looking down on us even more. Like, before, looking down on you, it wasn't too bad. You know, it's, it's alright to be subhuman. You know, three fifths of a man or a woman, and it's it's disgusting. Like, just stop doing that shit. Like, if you if you feel uncomfortable, you know, if I'm not gonna say uncomfortable, but if you're ignorant about the system that's in place, you know, self educate yourself. You know, read something from Neely Fuller, or you know, check out a uh, Fr Dr. Francis uh, Cress Wilson. You know, educate yourself about you know what's going on. As far as, you know, this uh, system of white supremacy, the system of racism is going on in America. Um, and it because it ju it's just you just sound fucking dumb talking about it only makes the system look down on us even more. And that just shows that you're comfortable with the situation that you're in. You know, you just don't want it to get any worse when we should be focusing on getting better. 
making this whole system better not being accepted you know not wanting a seat at the table but building our own damn table you know adjacent to it and there's nothing wrong with that but i mean so many people are satisfied with getting the scraps from that table you know long as they eat and that's something that just just cuts deep and it hurts you know especially you know hearing a young black man you know who who raps about the streets and all this other stuff you know about police brutality you know about the harassment but you say some dumb shit like this so meek mill is up on that summer jam screen too because that's just fucking disgusting and um donald trump on twitter trolling as always any chance he can get you know he'll be trolling our our president and um you know he was on there saying some slick shit too but you know he's only on there to you know to troll and try to make a couple of m's and get people to watch you know um the apprentice or whatever so he, you know he sent out a tweet saying our great african-american president hasn't hasn't exactly had a positive impact on the thugs who are so happily and openly destroying baltimore so i guess destroying baltimore you know all the city had of baltimore was a cvs a check cash in place a shoe store and a liquor store that consists of baltimore but you know like i said he's trolling it's whatever and uh yeah it's just i don't know so what are your thoughts about it you know hit me up on twitter let me know what you think about this situation because what i would like to see is like to see uh you know someone come forward you know and lead this uh this this energy into the right place you know as far as you know more demands someone speaking out for these people because it's nothing but pain and hurt that's all it is and you know this is going to continue if you know they don't address you know all of this that led up to it because it wasn't just police brutality it was the neglect of that area you know it's pretty much you know the neglect of the people the schools the welfare of the people and uh you know it was just building up building up and then it just exploded so it's only going to get worse before it gets better so uh let me know what you think uh let me know what you think about as far as what i had to say um and then uh for the apologetic blacks you know just sit back relax just uh, keep feeding into the what the media is telling you because you don't want to learn. You want to stay in that damn matrix. You know, as long as you got your nine to five, you good. You know, as long as you working for somebody, you're good. So, um, yeah, you stay that way. And, uh, you know, and let the people who want to, you know, ignite change and start changing things, let them change. Because I get the feeling that a lot of the people, you know, who are being apologetic, are descendants of the same people you know who were on the plantation when you know somebody will come up to them like hey let's escape let's get the hell up out of here you know this is hell you know let's try to get to our freedom well i mean we are right you know we we're doing something positive you know we 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 we, we okay we okay on this field we all right you know i got some place warm to sleep and you know i don't want to you know i don't want to make massa mad I mean, if you fast forward to the civil rights movement while people was out, you know, 
uh, marching, boycotting, and things like that. Them saying Negroes was probably in a jazz juke joint or something, you know, dancing away, not trying to hear that shit about civil rights. You know, uh, shaming Dr. King and shaming Malcolm X and the other leaders of the movement and probably shaming the Panthers. You know, talking about, well, you know, I'm I'm good washing these dishes. You know, let me play this music. Let me shake my ass and eat these ribs. So that's how I, that's how I view so many apologetic black folks, you know, apologizing and looking to appease to the masses because of uh, the images shown on TV. And then as far as people keep using Dr. King and Nelson Mandela, you know, as examples of peaceful protests, um, those brothers was locked up, you know, for many a times for Dr. King and Mandela did 20 plus years in prison, you know, so you know where is that justification you know people like to uh treat dr king like he's black folks daddy you know like oh be like dr king turn the other cheek let me slap that one then when i'm done slapping both your cheeks you know i need you to get down on your knees you know and uh suck this dick so i mean just stop please stop there's so many dr king memes floating around and you don't even know if he said half of this shit um and and you know he said that a riot is the language of the unheard he said that but so many people want to be like oh dr king turning over in his grave watching these folks tear down this good old cvs or tear down his check cash in place and it's just you 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 guys disgust me you really do you know and uh white america's doing the same damn thing talking about dr king would have did this and that the third and violence isn't the answer if violence isn't the answer you know we need to cut the defense budget then if violence is not the answer we need to cut the defense budget and focus on education because everybody is screaming ignorance this ignorance that so let's focus on education cut the defense budget and uh you know since violence doesn't solve anything Let's pull all these troops, you know, out of the Middle East and uh, who are stationed everywhere because pretty much troops are stationed. American troops are stationed, you know, all over the globe, police in the world. Let's bring them back home and let's just focus on educating, you know, Americans and the world. So, you know, don't come at me with that dumbass violence doesn't solve anything. And your favorite movie was American Sniper. So, you know, kill that noise and kill that bullshit. All right. Okay, moving on to uh, selling hope like dope. Um, I really don't have anybody uh, out here selling dreams, um, so I'll go ahead and replace that real quick with a quick uh, listener question. And uh, the question was uh, from my boy Brandon. Uh, y'all can follow him at uh, BLove402. Um, and the question uh, pretty much was, do you think a lot of uh, the online activism on Twitter is for blacks as a whole or for the educated black class? Um, I would like to think that it's for uh, blacks as a whole, just because, uh, I mean, we pretty much bring so many issues to light, you know, like the whole Mike Brown situation that could have been if it wasn't for Twitter, um, you know, it would have. We wouldn't have known anything about it. You know, it would have probably been just been a local news story and they would have spent it to uh, a young man, uh, strong arming for some uh, for some uh, fucking uh, blunt wraps or something, some cigars. And then, you know, uh, resisting police and uh, being killed. Um, but a lot of people saw, you know, what happened and they talked about the corruption that was going on in that city of Ferguson. So, um, 
I think a lot of times we do, um, uh, you know, there is a division when it comes to online activism uh, with blacks, you know, with black Twitter and things of that sort. But um, uh, as a whole, uh, I think it is for black people. I don't think it's just for the educated black class. Um, you know, it is nice to have inputs from both sides, you know, from, you know, the educated people from a textbook textbook standpoint and from those is you know actually you know from a common sense standpoint because uh, you can learn something from both sides of that um, you know I know a lot of times there there are endless you know online debates um, you know about degrees $200 dates and bullshit like that but we we usually come together you know when it's uh, you know when it's a, a, a national tragedy or uh, an injustice no matter the uh, education level or the class level so that's one thing that i do love about twitter and uh i, I get i get the feeling that somebody's gonna step in and you know start regulating twitter because twitter is a very powerful fucking tool especially for us people of color uh you know we've gotten numerous you know white supremacists about the paint you know it's all fun and games until you know they find your place of employment you know um the you know black twitter is just like you know the uh the department that runs child support they will find where you work at they will find your address and everything they will find out where you go to school you're gonna lose a scholarship and everything so i think that's a beautiful thing hopefully the internet can stay free you know we do have the nsa you know they got a watchful eye on any and everybody but hopefully they don't start regulating twitter and uh hopefully we can just keep on keeping on and uh keep fighting that good fight you know i love online activism um you know it's quite easy you know do it from from work but you know or wherever you are you know sitting down eating and uh but it does turn into uh legitimate activism that's the beautiful thing about online activism is that it does turn into legitimate activism i've linked up with people excuse me uh, I linked up with people via Facebook and Twitter for, you know, protests and demonstrations and things of that sort. And uh, and I've met some great like minded people. And, uh, you know, and I'm linking up with a couple of brothers right now to uh, start up a think tank to see what we can do as far as restoring, you know, uh, North O, restoring, you know, down north and uh, turning the main goal is to turn 24th Street into the Silk Road, you know. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's great. It's great. And uh, like I said, uh, B, um, I think it's uh, more so uh, for blacks as a whole. But we do get divided. But, you know, which family doesn't? So that's that. All right. Moving on to uh, hold this L news. So a video just been circulating about these twins, um, I guess, from across the pond or uh, down under. I can't remember. But um, maybe I should have watched the video a few more times. But it's these twins um, from interracial parents. Um, you know, the mom is black, dad's white. And uh, one of the twins turned out black. The other one turned out white. And they appeared on a show um, over uh, over across the pond, um, like the Today Show or something. And there's a, a, a couple of, of uh, white anchors, a man and a woman. And uh, it's uh, very suspect what she just said. It ain't even suspect. It's just out there. Just listen how she describes the features of the twins. Give me just a moment. Check this out. One of the sisters is obviously black. The other is white. 
The Alma twins come from a mixed race family in the UK. Maria has taken after her half Jamaican mum with dark skin and brown eyes and curly dark hair. But Lucy got her dad's fair skin, good on her, along with straight red hair and blue eyes. And Maria and Lucy join us now from London. Good morning to you girls. Now, Maria. Nigga, what? <laughs> Man, she she really gotta hold this L like she couldn't even contain herself. Like she sounds like to me she just, you know, describing the sister, you know, the the the, the black sister a little like oh curly dark hair, blah blah blah. And when she talks about the redhead with the porcelain skin, good on her. You like get the fuck out of here. Like that it's a laugh that I needed, but I mean, it's it's fucking disgusting. Like, just just fucking hold this L, please, and thank you, and hold it for a very very fucking long time. Like, if this video keeps going viral, they're gonna get her up out the paint. So hopefully the Black Twitter investigation team can, uh, you know, find out the ats of this uh, Sunrise Show or whatever. All right, so yeah, uh, Sunrise White Lady Anchor, hold this L. All right, moving on to health over wealth news. Um, you know, I always start out with a quote, so I'm going to stick with the theme of today's show, which is systematic oppression and the reactions to it. Um, we got a quote from uh, our brother Malcolm. Uh, I believe that there will ultimately be a clash between the oppressed and those that do the oppressing. I believe that there will be a clash between those who want freedom, justice, and equality for everyone and those who want to continue the systems of exploitation. So just kind of keep that in mind. Um, take everything that you read and you see uh, with a grain of salt. Do your own investigating and uh, just don't get fed, you know, the bullshit that people feed you and that the masses and media, especially the media, feed you. Um, you know, they'll have you thinking they'll have you showing empathy for the um, oppressors and, uh, you know, they'll vilify the oppressed. So um, that's what I'm kind of seeing right now as far as, you know, the destruction of buildings and things like that. They got all these people feeling sorry for uh, brick and mortar and uh, they're vilifying, you know, uh, a lot of our brothers and sisters who are victims of police brutality. So, um, you know, like I said, take everything uh, with a grain of salt, do your own investigations and uh, form your own opinion. Uh, that's it for me, your boy A Double, aka Young Homer Simpson, aka AB, and uh, aka Adrian, just for friends and family. So make sure you follow me on Twitter at Omaha Hostage, and uh, just let me know what you think. Um, and you know, keep uh, you know keep fighting a good fight. And if you need to be pointed in the right direction on what you can do to uh, strike some change in your own city, you know, make sure you hit me up on Twitter. All right, and that's at Omaha Hostage. And uh, just stay stay tuned for episode four. Holla.